When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Well, hello, beloveds. Happy Monday. Hi, I'm Riley, host of the Really Riley Podcast. If you guys are new around here, um, welcome. This is my little corner of the world that I always like to talk about the things that are real, the things that will make you cry, make you laugh, make you freak out sometimes at the things that come out of my mouth. Um, but that's the goal here is to talk about the things that a lot of people don't want to talk about or are scared to talk about. But the goal is always to connect. And um, I wanted to talk to you tonight about karma. As you guys know, I have a tattoo that, well, you might not know that. Um, I have a tattoo that means karma, but it really looks like prescription. One of those regrets from my 20s, but I never got rid of it because of the fact that it's a part of me and it's a piece of my story. And whether it be looking funky or not, it's there. Um, I actually have a karma line of candles, if you guys don't know that. Most of you guys do because a lot of you guys have bought them. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, It was my candle line that I created when I was going through a lot of pain at losing my radio job and my dream job and the way that it, uh, well, it definitely caused a lot of trauma and I had a lot of nervous energy and creative energy that I had to do something with. And it was also kind of a final fuck you to the people that... um, Deserved a little bit of that karma. But here's the thing about karma that I was thinking about. Um, For some people, it might feel like karma's not always fair. Like, does good karma always hit the right people? Do bad people deserve good karma? I always ponder that thought sometimes. Over the weekend... Because I always get texts when big things happen to certain people that used to be in my circle. And I saw the news and it kind of triggered me a bit. And I don't like to be that person. Because I remember saying once, once these people are out of my stratosphere, they're out. I don't care what happens to them, good or bad. I don't want to say bad because I don't wish ill on anybody, but... I wanted to get to a space where it's like, whatever happens to them, I don't care. But I'm human. And there were people that were in my life for almost a decade. So there was a particular like post that I saw talking about something big that was happening in this person's life and within it, they described like, if this was you and this triggers you, I see you and I'm here or something like that. And I was like, yeah, uh, right. Cause this person like did the exact opposite when I was going through a miscarriage. 
I've talked about this one in a couple of podcasts down talking about like I've talked about it a couple of times, like, you know, why I don't support all women, which what, what? Yeah. That's one of those things where it's like, what'd you just say? You can listen to that one. It's a, it's, it was in the beginning of season two and also how I knew I was about to get fired because every time someone gets a blessing, I do still believe that the blessing is meant for them and I would never want anything other than that for them, which might sound weird because I have trauma surrounding like this person, but I don't wish ill on anybody because what you think about, you bring about what you put out, you get back times three. And I think that maybe the good parts that happen to them are still meant for them because maybe they did something really good to deserve it. I mean, then you could sit there and ponder and say like, oh yeah, you know, does, does, is karma going to come back around and get them and blah, 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 blah. Like karma makes no mistakes and has no expiration date. So if that's something that you're paying attention to, two things, this is going to sound harsh, but maybe you should stop worrying about the karma that's going on to other people and worry about bringing in the good karma for yourself. I have to do that all the time. And I had to do it this weekend. I had a vision board event. Thank you, Platform Alexandria. It was so great. I'll get into that in a second. But I went into the weekend kind of just like in a funk that he funk, funk, funk. Like I was supposed to have my pop up in Carroll Creek this weekend and it got canceled because Mother Nature was having her way with the outside world with a monsoon of rain. And I was like, damn it. You know, it was just it sound, it felt like for a couple of days there was like a waterfall of ick. But I even said this in the vision board event this weekend that if you start your days with that negative intention or that negative thought, it's like a domino effect and everything starts rolling downhill the wrong way. And I think I was there. And I remember thinking like, I'm so excited for this vision board event because this was the first time that someone hired me to be out there. And it's crazy because I looked at last year's vision board right after I had gotten fired. And I had said on there, House of W and Really Riley podcast are going to be the thing that feeds my family and makes them safe for generations to come. And lately, I've been really like missing radio. I have. I would be lying if I said I didn't. And there's a couple of opportunities that I wanted to go for and a couple of them I did. Maybe we'll see. But every time something doesn't come to fruition, I just, I would, I was getting down about it because there seemed to be a lot of disappointments in that way. And instead of going into my journal and manifesting and believing it and, and actually looking at that vision board and going, wait a minute, last year on that vision board, I wrote nothing about radio, nothing. And you are the girl that completely believes in this. Matter of fact, you're about to go preach it in like a couple of hours. And I was just so down on myself and just felt so, ugh. And, you know, it's very, in my profession, in radio and media, like you so many times have to go through life where you could be going through the most devastating things and boop, you have to turn it off. You have to go on stage. Like there's been many a times where I would have been uncontrollably gasping, crying for air in the work bathroom and then boop, have to turn it back on, go in there, Rudolph nose and all and just go. 
And I found it a lot harder for me to do that in the last year because I think I repressed so many of my emotions for so long and I didn't allow myself to feel it and go through it. So now I'm sort of like allergic to squelching down my feelings. It just comes out my eyeballs and then I get all snotty and my makeup runs and nobody wants to look at that during a vision board event right? You're supposed to be an inspiration and be preaching about believing in yourself and believing that good things are coming for you, that good karma is coming for you. Not worried about what everybody else is doing. I'm like, what? I was like, am I a fraud? Like, who am I? What am I doing? And when I walked in there, I was just in a funkity funk, 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 funk. And I was like saying to myself, just like, Riley, stop. Like you dreamed about this opportunity way before you ever knew this was going to be a thing. Way before I ever had my first vision board event, I was like, can I do this? I was begging the radio station to do something like this. And it was always, you know, like, oh, we go, yeah, we're thinking about it. We're talking about it, blah, 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 run around, right? And here it is now. It's not me going out and renting a space. It's somebody paying me to be there. I was like, shift that perspective, girl. And this was literally like 15 minutes before the event started. So I was setting everything up. The event space was gorgeous. Like the amenities they have for their residents where they put on events for them every week. And it was so beautiful. They had like this little coffee space in there where residents can come down and get their coffee in the morning, like their own little coffee shop. It smelled like there's not many things that I say smell as delicious as my candles that I make, but their lobby. Oh, and the grounds were so pretty. I was like, you're in this beautiful space and people are coming to see you. And the greatest part about it is these were people that had no idea, quote, who I was, you know, like they were just there because they wanted to be inspired by me. And I was like, okay, we gonna rock this thing. But then as I was setting up, I always bring my very first vision board out to these events. And I was shifting the easel over to move it to a different space so that like everyone could see it and it fell over. And the magnets that it was on, like one of them, like the little flowers that was on it broke apart. Like this, this was my 2017 vision board. And I looked at that like, oh my God, is this a bad omen? Like, have I manifested this and that's just an omen? And I was like, stop. Because with manifestation, like the hardest part for me when I read The Secret by Rhonda Byrne for the first time was that... You can't think negative thoughts. You think positive thoughts. And I was like, what? I'm never going to be able to think a negative thought. And it's not that. Like the idea behind it is that, all right, the negative thought comes into your brain and you just turn it around. All right, you felt it, but let's think about how we can make this a positive. And I thought about intentionally putting those pictures back on the board And at that time, nobody had showed up and I was nervous because it was like 10 minutes before. I was like, oh God, is nobody going to show up to this? You know, because we had set everything up. My husband was out there with me and it was just like, I was so hopeful. And then I was just so, ugh, that domino effect was getting me. And why? All because somebody else's good karma was getting in my head because it's not like I don't think they deserve that piece of good news because I'd be a piece of shit as a mother if I said that. It's not that because I would be just like them. If I was jealous of their lives continuing to be good after what they tried to do to me, it's not that. I was like, you're not this person. I'm human. I mean, I'm flesh and blood. 
sometimes human nature, like I always say that, like jealousy is a useless emotion. It doesn't do anything but make you feel ugh. And I don't really do jealousy because trust me, I'm not jealous of that person at all. Like I can truly say, like, I wish I never would have met that person. Like really, I just could have done without it. But as I started putting those pictures back on the vision board, I was like, look at all these blessings because almost every single thing on that vision board, except for going to Greek, because it's going to happen, Greece, I mean, because, you know, we were going to do that for our honeymoon, but, you know, we had a pandemic and then we got baby Malin. I'd say it besides, not the fan, pandemic, but baby Malin was a fair trade and it's going to happen. But I looked at all the beautiful things on there that I had wished for for so long during the time when I had my dream job and, you know, like I thought it's always like when you hit the peak of the mountain, do you appreciate what you have or do you just yearn for more? Cause then you're always just running uphill. You never hit the plateau and get to see the view. And that vision board to me felt like that's my view of how far I've come and how much I have to th- be grateful for. And I went from grumpy to grateful in about three minutes and then people started coming in and I was looking around. I was like, this could be a little bit of a tough crowd because most of the vision board events that I've done were with people that at least 60% of them like knew quote who I was or had heard me on the air before or knew about me a little bit. These people didn't know me for shit. And I loved that. Like I loved that it was just me. They were willing to listen to. So I always do this thing where if I know you or not, I like to walk around, introduce myself, say hi, like just make everybody feel warm and fuzzy kind of. And immediately I was like having these connections with people, just opening up and talking and chatting, showing pictures of my boys. And then I zoned in on this one woman that she was there. I think it was with her, you know, boyfriend, husband, partner, um, the he'd already done vision boards and she wasn't really into it. I was like, Oh God, you know, cause I've never really had somebody come to an event that was like reluctant at all. But she was saying that she wanted to be more open. I'm like, okay, challenge accepted. And as we're chatting, I was just like, I can just feel this energy from her that like is empathic like me. So I'm doing the vision board event. I'm giving my spiel and it's like tough crowd. Then somebody walks in and because it was a coffee space or whatever and like obviously luxury apartments not going to rob the you know their tenants of their amenities but she like got like three cups of coffee in the span of five minutes and it was like it's lucky for me that I've been you know a performer slash you know presenter if you will for the better part of my whole life because cheerleading gymnastics dance drama like I did it all before I did radio and then 20 years of radio so I was good with it but everybody was saying later like oh my god that was crazy that you like uh, yeah but I'm like hmm I'm used to it. (laughs) Um, But it was like I wasn't at first, so I thought, and it was probably more my energy that I was feeling, getting that like lovey-dovey vibe or whatever. Like at one point I was talking about my journey to meeting Marshall and I started to tear up, which I normally do during these vision boards events because when I start revisiting those blessings with myself in front of a bunch of people, this time strangers, it always makes me emotional. 
And sometimes I try to choke it back and other times I try to let it go. And this time I just wanted to let it go a little bit. And I looked over at Marshall and just mouthed, I love you. And that was when everybody seemed like they started to turn. That was when everybody felt like they were like, oh, okay, she's a real person. She's not such some like preachy person up there trying to like act like she's got it all together. I'm a mess. Y'all know that, that listen to this podcast a lot. But that's when it started to feel like, okay, like I'm resonating with them. And what's crazy is when the event was like done and everybody was doing their vision boards and having such a great time, like so many people came up to me, including males. And I was so happy that there was like single males in this vision board event because I haven't had any males yet. And I've always had people ask me like, oh, is it for guys too? Absolutely. Please come. And they were all saying how much they loved it. There was one guy that said, you know, I already do vision boards and I know so much about what you were talking about, but it's so nice to like hear another inspirational story and bring it back to center. And I was like, boom, dude, like same. Today was that for me. You know, like I think I needed that event just as much as they did because I think sometimes you just need that reminder. It's like going to the gym for me too. Like you got to stay on it. Sometimes it gets stale and sometimes you get tired and sometimes you want to give up. But when you don't, you get those results. And that was big for me. I'm so grateful for this event. Like it's, it's one for the books, not to mention the event space was freaking gorgeous, but the people were so cool and so open and even that one woman that was not open at first, I walked over to her and she said, you know, can I give you a hug? I was like, yes, is a frog's ass watertight. <laughs> and she gave me a hug. She's like, I don't really want this to sound weird. And I was like, stop yourself right there. Cause I'm a true weirdo. Like not much scares me. And she's like, okay, I got that vibe. <laughs> Thanks. I take that as a compliment. But you know, she told me, she's like, I feel like I was just supposed to meet you. I feel like a lot of what you said just spoke to me. And I was like, yes, because that's not me. I mean, it is me, but I would just therein be the vehicle to do it and convey that message. The universe is the one that brought her here and did all that. But I think it's so cool like to be around like-minded folks. And there was people of all ages and all ethnicities and, you know, it was one of the most diverse groups I've had and they were all strangers to me, but yet I connected with them and I love that. It's like food for my soul. And it was cool because one of the managers on the property was talking with Marshall about fitness and he was over there, you know, in heaven talking about his favorite thing. And I was like looking around and I was like, damn, this is the shit I live for. And this is what I manifested yet again. And I went out of that building feeling so much more renewed. And I hope that was the feeling that I gave everybody else too. You know, that people can open up to me and feel safe enough to do that. Being a stranger is a really big honor. And I never take that lightly. You know, a lot of you guys remember that on air, I was always the girl that like the DMs are always open, you know, and it felt good to speak to these people because it wasn't as if they were just coming and like dumping their shit on me. It was like they, they were there with hope and they wanted a light, you know, to, to walk through that pathway. And I 
and I'm not saying I'm like, I'm their beacon of hope or anything, but I liked the idea of connecting in front of people that just want to be happy. And even though I went in there, like, you know, a total grump-a-dump, I didn't leave that way. And I really hope I can go back and do this event because it was really good. And I know some of my, my We Got This Army were like, wait a minute, we wanted to go to this. Like this one event was for their, you know, um, their, their residents. But I did get a little snippet of a video of it. So my We Got This Army, don't be mad. I am going to send you the snippet of it that I did because it was really cool. And I always like to make each one different. Like I've, I've had some first timers come through and say it was the best. And then I've had people that are OGs that have come to a couple of them. And it's really cool to like remember different things and talk about different things, talk about the things I learn as I go on. A lot of people have been asking me if I'm going to do another one this year. No, but I'm hoping to do another couple in the new year. Um, but after Carroll Creek on Sunday, because that date for the uh, pop-up got rescheduled, I am going to chill and be with my family. And I'm going to get some things together for Really Riley over the holidays and just be inspired again. Because your girls have been a little bit tired, but I mean, that's to be expected when you have two kids and two businesses that you're putting together. But I like the idea of that Final Vision Board event of the year because I've done one, two, three this year, which I was like, I'm going to do one a year. You know, I've done a lot of events this year. I mean, coming into the next year, it'll be the anniversary of the relaunch of Really Riley. So I got to do something for that. But I just definitely want to tell you guys, like if you see other people that you feel don't deserve the karma they're getting, and like I said, obviously, as per this podcast for the last 20 minutes, I've been there. It's a shitty feeling, but it's a just feeling as long as you don't stay there. You know, just because, you know, something good happens to somebody that hurts you, doesn't make you any less justified in being hurt. But what would make you just like them, ouch, right, is sitting in those negative thoughts and thinking that they don't deserve that. Because maybe they did something great in a past life that they deserve this karma that's good. Maybe your karma is coming around threefold and every single dream you ever had is right around the corner. If you can just hold on. And I tell myself that all of the damn time. So you're not alone, my loves. But hopefully I get to see you guys um, this weekend at Carroll Creek. It's from 10 to 4. I have so many goodies that I can't wait to show you guys. The new Christmas tree candles, the snowman candles, the gift sets. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. And I get to see y'all and give you a little squeeze. Um, as well as that side note, I don't know if you listen to the podcast on Friday or not, but on Wednesday, we're going to have a special edition of Ask Riley because a lot of you guys like the Let's Talk About Sex Baby podcast. And we're going to have a little bit of a follow-up where you get to ask some questions for a sex expert, if you will. I'm going to have her on the podcast and interview her. And then I want to answer the questions that you send me for her because that would be really fun. 
And this is a topic that I think more people should open up and talk about because it's crazy how it's 2023 and people are just like still kind of shy about that. It seems people like that are married are a lot more shy than the people that are single, at least open up about it. Well, I'm married and I, I, I ain't got no shame, but she's actually a friend of one of you. We got this army and I'm really excited because apparently she holds nothing back. So she is my kind of girl. Um, but yeah, make sure you send me those questions at really rally podcast at gmail.com. I'm also going to put a poll up tomorrow. Um, or actually probably later on look for the poll. I'm going to put it up on, uh, really rally podcast and at rally couture on Instagram. Cause I want to see what you guys have to say. It's going to be good. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a little, little, maybe dirty. I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) You never know with really Riley, but I appreciate you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being you and for keeping my dreams alive for visiting this little corner of the world. I love you long time. And if you would do me a solid, if you would share the podcast, if you would like it, if you would comment, and also if you'd leave a review, let's take this sucker to the moon. I'd appreciate you for it. So I hope you guys have a good couple of days. Think of your sex ed questions or really don't hold back. Let's bring it all out. Um, And I will talk to you on Wednesday. Thanks, guys. It's really Riley.